Hello, and welcome to the Natural Christian Mamas podcast. We are so glad you're taking the time to listen in today. Our prayer is that this podcast will be an encouragement to you along your journey with Christ. As Natural Christian Mamas, we love Jesus. We embrace a natural lifestyle, and we are raising children to be world changers. We invite you to join our online community group on Facebook and to check out our resources on our website at www.naturalchristianmamas.org. Hello, and welcome to the Natural Christian Mamas podcast. My name is Bethany, and I am your guide or host for today. I'd love for you to make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and join me. Maybe you might be doing the dishes right now, or you're just taking a little bit of me time. Whatever you're doing, I'm so glad that you're here. Honestly, I have been chewing and praying over this particular episode for a couple of months now. Um, This is something that God has placed on my heart and really especially in the past two years. And that is raising our children in times of uncertainty. And obviously, if you're paying attention to the news, we're living in a world right now full of uncertainty. We have wars and rumors of wars. We have inflation. We have um, crisis all over wherever we're looking. And sometimes that can be really scary for children and scary for families. But additionally, we face times of uncertainty within our personal lives that sometimes have nothing to do with the world that's going on around us. Um, For me, our family faced a time of uncertainty back in 2020 and not for pandemic reasons as it did for other families. Um, Our uncertainty came from a completely, totally different area. Um, And it just so happened to coincide with 2020. And over the past two years, we've walked with our children um, in really an exodus type situation that has then led to more permanency. Um, And so I wanted to share a little bit of that story today and share with you about the uncertainty that our family faced and then like how we can help our children through uncertainty, whether it's in your personal life or big picture with things going on in the world. So I'm going to try to share a story without necessarily going into super detail because the details of the events aren't actually what matters for this. So back in 2020, um, my husband and myself, and we at that point had six kids. Um, My oldest uh, was at college as she was in her first year of school at that point. Um, But we faced a crisis. We faced a situation in our life where after one conversation, our entire world changed. And in that instant, we lost almost all of our support structure, um, the people that we did life with on a regular basis. And if we didn't lose them, the relationships became extremely strained. Even relationships within our own family became extremely strained and difficult to navigate. And so we went from having a really fairly secure relationships and and structure, a support structure, to having none at all. And I should go back and clarify that before this happened, 
we already knew God was already preparing my husband and I for quite some time that he was going to move us on from where we were at. We were already aware that that was happening. We actually had a time in our mind of this is when we're going to be done and we're going to move on. However, this happened a little bit earlier than what we were initially planning and how everything happened um, was extremely hurtful for our family, for myself and my husband. And so um, as many families do, the first thing we had to do was really ensure that the hurt that my husband and I felt didn't necessarily go down to our children while remaining truthful and honest with what was happening in our lives. And that was a really difficult thing to balance for us. We went from having a really good support structure to having almost no one. And that didn't just affect us, but it affected our children as well as um, the support structure was really integrated with their everyday life. And for most of my children, it was all that they ever had known. And this so happened to coincide with the shutdown of the world. So basically we had this big thing happen in, in the very early stages of shutdown and lockdown. And so we were even more isolated than we necessarily would have been. And so I think if this had happened at another time, we might've gone on a trip or gone to see my family that lives far away or something of that nature. But because this was April of 2020, we were unable to do that. Now, because we're homeschoolers, um, we have in the past at that point had done, you know, family devotionals often together. That is something that we integrated into our life. But during that time, we decided that we were going to press in even more and that what, because we no longer had a large support structure that we really needed to focus on just being our core family. And so one of the ways that we did that was by integrating a family devotional time, a time when all of our family sat down together and we were going to be in the word. And we often did this in the morning or early afternoon, depending on what our schedules look like. But at that point, I mean, we were home for many, many weeks. So um, usually it was in the morning. And the next thing that we did was something that I talk about often is um, we actually started a novel together, a family series. My husband had seen on Facebook um, about this book series and he said, hey, I think that this will be really good. I was skeptical as the homeschool mom. I usually pick out the reading in the books and I was a little bit like, "Uh, I don't know. All right, this might be twaddle. I'm not really sure. So we get this book in the mail and I'm looking at it and I'm going, oh, I don't know about this. And we start reading it and our kids were instantly enthralled into the story. And if you're interested in what the story was, um, it was The Wing Feather Saga by Andrew Peterson. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. And so we started reading this story together along with doing our morning devotionals together. So it was time that we were taking um, as a family intentionally at least twice a day. And as we read this story, it basically mirrored what was happening in our life. And so um, there's four books in the series. We essentially read it over that year, uh, those first few months, actually, from like April through late June, I believe. Um, And what we discovered is that in this story, there's a lot that happens with this family and they leave their home, they leave their friends, they leave everybody, and they have no idea where they're going, they have no home and they have no idea where they're going. 
And for us at that time, that really mirrored our life. We had just kind of left our family and our support system. Um, we were still in our home, but we knew that we weren't staying in our home, but we had no idea where God was bringing our family. And so this book took this situation for us that was devastating. And we were so concerned about our children carrying this hurt, you know, basically for the rest of their lives. Um, and it took this situation and it turned what was happening in our family into an adventure. And by doing that, it completely changed the narrative of what was happening for us. So instead of it just being this like, okay, we've lost all of this and what are we going to do? It turned it into like, oh my goodness, we're on this adventure and where is God going to bring our family? So I guess that that's my first really tip for, or I, I guess it's my second. And the first thing is make God first in your family. And I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. Um, but when we're facing times of uncertainty within our families, an excellent idea is to start changing the narrative of what is actually happening. So if we take the pandemic, for example, and we say like, this is horrible, there's so much going on, people are sick, people are dying, but also there's corruption in media and their government and all of that, right? And that is heavy and that is hard subject for our children. But then we change the narrative to like people are scared and people are fearful and, and are sick, but we know what's going to make them better. And that's Jesus. And so we have this opportunity to be, um, you know, warriors for Jesus where we can come and show people who he is and that they don't need a spirit of fear and that we can lay hands on them and people can be healed. And it changes, it immediately changes the narrative from being like doomed to like, God's going to use this and God has this and, and it becomes exciting. Oh my goodness, what is God going to do through our family? And even now, two years out of the initial situation, um, I have conversations with my now 13-year-old or my now 10-year-old or my now 8-year-old and I'll ask them, you know, how did you feel? Do you ever miss it? Like what happened? And for them, because we read this story at the right time, because God just dropped it into our laps. They don't look at it as a time of necessarily devastation. They look at it as a time where God like changed things for the good for our family. And he did. God has greatly, immensely, wonderfully blessed us. Absolutely. And, um, you know, looking back, we are grateful for what has happened because it led us to this incredible place that we're at now. By using this story, we were also able to influence and impact our children to be active and proactive in the situation that we were facing. So if we take, again, the COVID narrative and it seems doom and gloom, but then we start encouraging our children, hey, like, um, you know, people in the nursing homes might be really lonely, but we can really help them through this. Let's write letters to them. Or say we have, um, say we're struggling with the things going on in Ukraine and Russia and we don't know how to help and it's scary and especially if you know um the bible and prophecy you're going oh my goodness like a lot's going on and you know a way that we can be proactive with that is like okay well you know is there anything that we can do to help okay we might not be able to help but we can pray um but we can learn about ukraine we can learn about russia we can learn about uh why this is happening we can learn about what god's word says and it immediately takes us from being victims to being proactive, from being stuck to being able to progress and move forward. And often our children need that from us. They need their parents 
in times of uncertainty to say, yeah, this looks really bad and this is really heavy and this is really hard, but God, but we can do this, but we are equipped to handle this. We are equipped to go forward. We are equipped to share the gospel. And by doing that, it kind of, it gives us something to do and it helps just rechange in our mind, the negative or the heaviness and gives us purpose within it. Another thing that we did at that time is we would consistently do communion as a family. And this is a time that I really cherish. Um, We would sit down and we would partake in communion together as a family, really making sure our children understood it and really honoring God with it. And that was a time where honestly, the Holy Spirit just like met us. He met us in those moments. And so even now when things happen, when we hear horrible news, when Russia attacks Ukraine, right? We can take, we can sit down and do communion together that we can invite Jesus into that moment and um, have that like special time together of, of going into that. Next, when it comes to raising our children in uncertain times, because we are living in uncertain times. And personally, I believe we are living in end times. Um, And that's the filling of the Holy Spirit. And that's what I really want to get to today is the filling of the Holy Spirit. And the first thing that I want to say is a quote from a book that I am reading, The Sweet Sound of Worship. Um, It is a new release. It's on worship and children's ministry. And, um, or in children, I should say, not just children's ministry. And one of the quotes from it is, we can't raise anointed children without being anointed ourselves. And I'm going to say that one more time. We can't raise anointed children without being anointed ourselves. So as we're raising these children in uncertain times, it is so vital and so important that we are anointed by God. Because we can't pass down anointing that we don't have, okay? You can't lay hands on somebody and expect them to get anointing when you don't have it yourself, okay? So when we're raising children in times of uncertainty, it is so important that we are in God's word, that we are with God's people in fellowship, that we're not forsaking that, that we are in corporate worship and private worship. Those are all very, very important times. And that we are filled with the Holy Spirit, that we are consistently filled with the Holy Spirit and that that there's an overflow in our life with the Holy Spirit as we raise our children. And through us and through the example that we set and through the atmosphere that is set in our home, it's going to go on to our children and we're going to start anointing our children for them to be anointed followers of Jesus. And additionally, I want to add to that is that there is no junior Holy Spirit. That your young ones, your little ones in these times of uncertainty, they can be filled by the Holy Spirit. Okay. They can be filled by the Holy Spirit. And you as mom and as dad can show that by example and you can pray over them and you can lead them to that. So when things are uncertain, when things are hard, when things are scary, when you're facing a job loss or a death in the family or whatever that is, or there's worldwide things going on, rumors of war and famine, when your children are filled by the Holy Spirit, that's going to bring a supernatural peace that they that they cannot find elsewhere. We cannot find the peace anywhere else except through the filling of the Holy Spirit. And that is so important, you guys. And that's really what I, I want to share today. And that's really what's on my heart is that when we're facing times of uncertainty and our immediate response is fear, and I want to remind you that fear is a spirit and it is, is not of the Lord. God does not give us a spirit of fear, okay? 
that we need to make sure that we are being filled with the Holy Spirit, that there's no room for that spirit of fear, that we rebuke it, that we cast out, and that we do so for our children. It's important that we teach our children that they have authority in Christ. There is no junior Holy Spirit. If they have met Jesus, if they have met him face to face and accepted him into their life, right? They have the Holy Spirit. They have the authority to say, I am not going to be fearful. Fear, I rebuke you. You are not welcome on me. And that's something that we need to be modeling and training for our children in these times of uncertainty. If we want our children to grow and change the world, which I do, I want my children to grow and to know Jesus and to change the world. I'm I'm raising them as world changers, then it starts here and now in our homes. It starts with how we show them how to worship. It starts when they see us in the word and in the spirit and worshiping. And it starts when we lead our children to do that. Next, when raising your children in times of uncertainty, I would implore you to teach your children how to share the gospel and to take your children to share the gospel with others. There is nothing more impactful and powerful as when we're testifying and we're going out and we're making disciples. And all believers, not just pastors, not just evangelists, not just worship leaders, not just our husbands, we are all called to go and make disciples. And that includes our children who are followers of Jesus. Um, I saw the other day where people were fearful and they were fearful of the news. And my encouragement to them was shut your TV off, take your children, find somebody at the library or at the park and share God's word with them. That again changes the entire narrative. Building his kingdom one by one. And expect miracles. We believe that God is bigger than wars. We believe that God is bigger than world powers, than governments, than sinister plans. We believe that God is bigger. We believe that the enemy has lost, that there's not like a raging battle between God and the enemy. No, Jesus has already won. Like it's already written. It's already finished. It's done. Okay. And we believe through that, that there are miracles. We believe that your next door neighbor who is elderly and broken and kind of grumpy can come to know Jesus by the witness of your children. And that miracles can happen in that. That addicts can be set free, that blind can be uh, can see, that the deaf can hear, that the lame can walk. We believe that Jesus can do that. And we believe in this last days and these times of uncertainty that we're going to see that more and more and more and that God is going to do that. And I believe personally that children are kind of key to that because as we're raising disciples and you know, Jesus himself talked about childlike faith and my children's faith is so encouraging to me. The other day, um, we just wanted to go out as a family and we were going to go about two hours away to like our local mall (laughs) because we live in the middle of nowhere. And as we began driving, um, we realized that the roads were full of black ice and we actually came upon an accident. It was scary. And then we saw another accident and we decided not to go across the state that that wouldn't be wise. And so we just went about a half hour away from us to another local um, restaurant and shopping area. And on the ride home, it was scary. It was icy. There was black ice. Um, Our weather is like hot, cold, hot, cold right now. And I historically struggle with just being in a car in general, but I definitely struggle when there's ice. And I know my husband was just a little bit nervous. We weren't nervous. We trusted God. 
But then there's my 13-year-old sitting in back of us being like, oh, we're going to be fine. Like, I prayed over us. I prayed over us. Jesus isn't going to let anything happen to us. Like, we are going to be fine. We're totally fine. And her faith encouraged me because as a 13-year-old, she just said, I prayed. God hears my prayer. We are covered and we're protected. And that was it. There was no doubt. There was no like, oh, yeah, but sometimes, you know, God, sometimes whatever. There wasn't any of that. It was just like, no, God has us and he's going to protect us and we are fine. And her faith encouraged mine greatly. Like, immensely. And then our church right now, we are currently in the midst of a real life living revival up here in Northern New England. We have amazing, wonderful things happening. We have people coming to know Jesus daily. We have healings. We have all these wonderful things. And our church is specifically praying for a huge number of souls this year, like a huge number of souls. And as an adult, I'm going, oh, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I have doubt. And then there's my children, my eight-year-old, my 10-year-old going, yeah, we're Jesus. This is, he's going to do it. Our children's faith is so impactful. And I truly believe that that is what, that God uses our children to produce more and more fruit. And again, there is no junior Holy Spirit. So how do we combat uncertainty in our lives? We come together as a family. We spend as much time as we can together. We keep our homes safe. We filter what comes in our homes. We filter what our children see and what they hear. We study God's word together. Doing those family devotions. Having conversation. Where are you at? How do you feel? Are you scared? What's going on? You have communion together. You you come together and partake in the Lord's Supper together, which is so vital to our walks, right? We pray that God anoints us and fills us with the Holy Spirit. We worship Him in spirit and truth. We take time to be in the Spirit and worship, and we take time to be in God's Word. And we model that for our children, and we invite our children into that, and we anoint our children. We change the narrative. We change it from being a spirit of fear to the spirit of the living God. I hope that this encouraged you and blessed you today. This subject has truly been on my heart because I think that it is so important and I feel like part of what we have gone through these past two years or the two years ago um, was to share this with others and what we have learned as a family in raising disciples and children who are passionate about Jesus and I just want to say um, when this happened to us and when this started we were very lax about what our children watched or not did, but we were, you know, our kids were much more excited about watching the next Marvel movie than they were about going to church. And through this experience of losing everything and then God bringing us on a journey and then God bringing us to an incredible place, an incredible church, an incredible family, which is more than we could ever have asked for and the blessings that he has given us. And by taking these steps that I've talked about today, and have we done it all right? No. Have we missed the mark? Yeah, we have. There are plenty of places where we have missed the mark. But generally by doing this, it has changed our family and our kids' 
I have a 13-year-old who leads worship with the power of the Holy Spirit and is unlike I, anything I've ever seen with an, another young teen like that before, prophetically leading worship. I have an eight-year-old who, when people are sick, he immediately lays hands on them and believes for their healing. My children don't ask for movies anymore. They ask to watch their favorite pastors and evangelists. That's what we watch at night on TV. And I never, I never thought we were going to be here. And honestly, I think that if you had told me this a couple years ago, I would have been like, well, y'all, y'all are crazy. Y'all are a little bit serious. Like, I love Jesus, but we like, you know, Marvel too. But our lives have completely changed. And through the uncertainty that God walked with through our family, he brought us to this place of being in a church where there's active living revival. Guys, your children are so precious and they are little arrows and they are little world changers. And it is so important now. It is so important now that they experience life with Jesus. It is so important now that they learn how to worship and enter into God's presence. It is so important now that they learn that they can easily believe for someone's healing, even of hard things like cancers, right? It is it is important now that our children meet the living God because I do believe and and Sam, we do believe that we were we are in the last days. So Mamas, let's raise this last generation or these last generations to be passionate world changers and followers of Jesus. Yes, times are uncertain. And times really have been uncertain for a very long time. But God is so much more and he wants to do so much more in your family. I'm just going to pray and then close out. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to just share what's on my heart. And I thank you that you've put this on my heart. God, I thank you for what you have done in my family. And I thank you in advance for what you're doing in the families of my of these listeners here, God, in the families of NCM. I thank you. God, I pray a blessing over each listener today. God, that you would bless their families, that you would bless their time, that you would bless their children, God, and anoint them in Jesus' name. Jesus, you are so good to us. You are so precious. You are so holy. And in your wonderful and mighty name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said in the beginning, my name is Bethany, and you can find me over in the Natural Christian Mamas community. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maple and Roots and on TikTok at Maple and Roots. And finally, I do have a homeschool um, separate thing going on not separate thing but separate separate handles and that is at maple and roots schoolhouse bye guys